Benny's Dispatch, according to this, is my number one song. That sounds right. I don't think so. It didn't come out that long ago. I've I know, but lo- you listen to it every single day, at least once a day. No. When it came False. out. <laughs> Me? No. I don't like things on repeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You should start recording if you haven't already. Oh, I have. Oh, good. <laughs> if you had told me, I would have been more fun about it. My top songs for 2021. Benny's, di- it's all in the heights. And there's Crown. There we go. And then Last Black Man in San Francisco. And then more from In the Heights. And then Waitress. <laughs> and then some Lizzo. And some Beyonce. And... Yep, uh, Legally Blonde, the musical. <laughs> What's Up by the Four Non-Blondes. Apparently went through a, a phase with that one. And then to top it all off, the Richard Rogers Waltz medley mm-hmm. uh, from the Boston Pops Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Emily, what'd you do this year? I saw one movie. <laughs> and worked a lot. <laughs> if it doesn't have words in it, it's because I'm listening to it while I work. What's yours? Um, my top... Uh, my top artist was Destiny's Child because it is 1999. You do love a 90s mix, especially on the road trip. And we took a lot of those this year. We did. Uh, number one was Jumpin' Jumpin'. Um, yeah, that sounds Followed great. by Bill's Bill's Bills. And then uh, number three, uh, Dashboard Confessional Stolen. Yeah, that also sounds like you. <laughs> then we swing right back to uh, My Lovin', You're Never Gonna Get It by In Vogue. And Real Love by Mary J. Blige. You have no musicals in your top one? I it's my top um it's my top genre um far and away. Okay. Um but I think with with Broadway musicals the the artists are so like yeah, chopped up like depending on what album you're listening to sometimes. Unless you're me and you just yeah, listen unless to Jesse Mueller yeah. constantly. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Well, um how are you? How's life? Um I'm tired. I'm re- I feel like I'm recovering from Thanksgiving week. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And just muscling right through into Christmas. Um, it's going to be here before we know it. Too soon. It's too, too soon. soon. I actually feel like mentally it's December 12th already. And that's how I'm functioning. So I'm hoping that pays off later. Oh, I don't like that. No, but guess what? It's December 1st. It's like when you wake up and... You're like, oh crap, it's, you know, time to get up already. And you look at the clock and it's only like 3.30 in the morning. And you're like, yes, I can go back to bed. I'm hoping (laughs) that that's what I'm doing. Except it's December, so instead of going back to sleep at 3.30, I'm just like uh, flip-flopping back and forth in bed and uh, stealing all the covers in my anxiety anxiety bundle. You uh, stealing covers? Never. Me? No, I don't do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Cover thief. I appreciate we've at least reached a point where you're no longer denying it. Um, separate blankets, guys. Uh, if you have a partner who is a blanket stealer, get your own separate blanket. Take it with you on road trips. It'll it'll save your cold butt. And I mean, it's. Uh, I, I want to get you a gravity blanket, but then I'm I'm gonna want to steal it for myself. So get your. So okay, we'll get we each just other get... <laughs> gravity blankets. Great. Problem solved. I know to get you for Christmas. Um, so yeah. Hi guys. Uh, I'm Emily. I'm Leslie. We're Gal Pal Sports. And if you didn't know that already, I don't know how you've made it this far. Uh, but we're here. Welcome (laughs) along. We're here. I've got a lot of energy because I had a meeting this morning that I was stressed for and it went well and fine. And 
now that the dam has broken. So I'm just, I'm a lot right now. Yep. And I'm just taking it all in. She's, she's the sponge <laughs> for all the energy I'm bringing. Uh, maybe a flip flop from what you usually see. Yeah. I'd say the other, the other side of it is usually, uh, me doing talking. Yeah. And, uh, and you doing the, uh, yeah, that, that's true. But this other side does exist. It does exist. More often earlier in the day. Yes. Uh, but here we are. Um, it's been a minute. We do still do this podcast. The consistency, hopefully, will get better. But we're not promising anything. <laughs> we just need to stop leaving the house. That's the that's what I've gathered. It truly is. When we aren't traveling, it's a lot easier to do this. We um, we came back from the NWSL final on Monday, and then we left for Thanksgiving on Wednesday. So it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um. It's not you. It's us. It's, it's but us. We're working on some stability things. Um, which we'll talk about later a little bit, but, um, yeah, we, we went to the finals in Louisville, 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 Louisville. You got the official pronunciation guy (laughs) from Mr. Lynn family stadium himself. Mr. Lynn family stadium himself, uh, was at one of the media days. He was was media uh, day too. Uh, I think it was the, the second day he was, he was like the surprise guest before, before the coaches. Yeah, and we didn't quite know what to ask him because yeah. we didn't know he was coming. Yep. Honestly, we probably would have had more fun with it if we had known he was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, he seemed like a fun guy. Uh, good fun fact, the Lynn Family Stadium, the, the grounds where it was built, uh, formerly a landfill. It used to be a landfill. You can't tell, guys. Can't tell. Beautiful, there, beautiful stadium. Beautiful stadium. There is occasionally a smell from a meat processing plant down the street. But that's unrelated to the landfill. Unrelated to the landfill. And, yeah, you don't really notice it. So you don't. It, um, it's It just kind of... I'm still trying to get behind... Figure out what that what that funnel cake smell was. Oh, yeah. Was. There was one point when we were upstairs and we got this waft of funnel cake. And it was heavenly. It's like... It's, it's a very... If you know this smell, it's a very specific, like, fried dough. Powdered sugar. Maybe, sweet, maybe a something. little bit, maybe a little bit of whipped cream, maybe not. Um, we're a little too far away to to know, but yeah. If if you have any tips uh, on this matter, please call the hotline. Please call the hotline. We've <laughs> um, made one before, though. It might still exist. I don't know. We should. That would be fun. Um, I think actually, because we've moved the podcast to Anchor FM uh officially as our host oh could we actually do we can actually have people call in and leave us messages so if you want to do that go it's for gonna it. be my mom calling to ask why i haven't picked up the phone and and what did we think of the house <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true that's gonna be what it is that's very true we won't tell her it's okay um but yeah if you know where the funnel cake smell came from that's what you should use that for and only for that um what else happened oh uh, i mean the finals happened we have a champion we do have a champion. The, uh, wait, I know this. The, uh, Washington Spirit. The Washington Spirit prevailed an extra time. Trinity Rodman's Washington Spirit. Trinity Rodman's Washington Spirit. Really? Giant Andre Carlisle's Washington Spirit. Tall adult man, Andre Carlisle's favorite team, the Washington Spirit, won the NWSL championship. Co-host of the, the tallest podcast in NWSL uh, media. And maybe Premier League. I don't know. Perhaps all of soccer. Who could say? Maybe. I don't know how tall everyone is. So if everyone could submit their heights, that would be great. Yep. We've got a spreadsheet going. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be at the bottom uh, at a, a lofty 5'4". Um, Leslie will be probably in the middle somewhere. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm average. The problem is we've got a lot of professional athletes hosting podcasts now. That's the problem. Mm. They're all tall. All these tall athletes. How dare they? As if they haven't taken enough from us. <laughs> it's bad enough I have to watch them run around with all their youth and activity. And now they also do podcasts. Um, uh, there, there was, there was a final, but um, this is pr- this might be one of our longer episodes. So uh, just to to get into some other things, we will talk on. Um, oh yeah, the Let's... the uh, Chicago Red Stars dropped some terrible, terrible news uh, the day after, uh, and let Roy Dames resign. The Osmonds national team had some friendlies in Australia, San Diego, and Angel City. Are you know? Having teams. Doing stuff. They're making moves. It's exciting to see. And we're going to finish it off with a few of our favorite things. Yeah. Some some things that have happened. Personal. Professional. Soccer. That, that we're just happy about. Because we're going to try and end this on a happy note. Yeah. Happy Happiness is good. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. And I think you have to work for it a little bit. So uh, we're going to try. A little bit. A little bit of positive. Positive affirmations. I like um, it. Anyway, back to the finals. To the finals! I'm just so excited to talk about it. I was just so happy to see people in real life. Truly. Like, Um, it was like, we we said this to people while we were there, but truly next time if we can just put name tags with, like, name and Twitter handle, that would... (laughs) The number of people we met at the tailgate or at, um, there was an event at 1020? Yes. That's the name of it? Yes. Uh... At the bar the night before, uh, it was the Lavender Legion, I think, hosted or mm-hmm. arranged a meetup of sorts. Um, but the number of people we'd meet and enthusiastic hellos all around, I have no idea what your name is. Either in real life or I need to match it to a Twitter handle because that's all I know you by. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, next time we're bringing name tags. We will put ourselves in charge of that for the meetup committee. <laughs> we'll add it to the road case. Yeah. Um, but it was great. It was so good to meet people. We, as most of you know, have mostly picked up steam in this endeavor of ours uh, during the pandemic. Uh, and so this was really our first time to get to attend an event like this where a large portion of the women's soccer community was present. And it was amazing. Yeah, it, was, it really was something something awesome. And it was just, it was weird to get outside again in, in sure. a way. Um, yeah, like, it was, it was cool to go back to Louisville. It was weird to, like, go out to a bar again, but, like... That was the I, weirdest part for that, me. But, like, that, that, like, feeling of being around people you enjoy spending your time with, like, that was... It was just like, oh, oh my God. And is. just <laughs> hanging out at a bar. Just like hanging out. Oh, I missed pubs. I didn't pubs. realize how much I missed them. Um, Guinness paraphernalia everywhere. Um, unnecessary Irish references galore. I love it. Um, booths tucked away. I love a, a booth in a bar where you can just like sit and chat. And yeah, we got to do some of that and it was really good. So thank you to Louisville for again being a good host. Uh, I think the reaction to Louisville as a city was pretty positive. Yeah, especially with no time to prepare. <laughs> yeah, I would say we didn't know the game was going to be there until, you know, three days before or something like that, approximately. I'm kidding. You're looking at me like you're. I was like, ah, oh, I'm too tired for this. For she can't hang guys. for That's this fine. level of sarcasm. This is where she's at. Um, no, but you know, there wasn't as much prep as maybe we could have had if it had stayed in Portland, or you know, we just planned better. Uh, and by we, I mean the league. And Louisville did great. 
Um, they still managed to turn it into like an event. Like we had media day at the at Churchill Downs. That was really cool. The the where they have the Kentucky Derby. And which I did not realize how close that was to like downtown Louisville. No, I thought it was way more like out. I thought it was a drive. Yeah. And I think part of that is because usually when you see advertisements to it, it's like get a bus or like a mini bus to it. And I realized that now that that's because you're expected to drink like, you know, the mint julep and the bourbon. And that's probably why the bus is involved, not because you need transportation. Or, you know, you could just walk it. It seems like a long walk. That's a, a nice day. It's a long walk. It's fine. Okay. Um, anywho, it was a lovely event. And Churchill Downs was great. The people there were very nice. Um, I still have mixed feelings about horse racing as a sport, but yeah, um, not a, we'll talk about not that great. later. Uh, and we got to chat with some players. That was cool. That was a lot of fun. Um, we asked silly questions. We're still trying to figure out what to do with that because it was loud. It was our first time. Things are a little inconsistent, maybe. Equipment, equipments were wonky, and yeah. uh, you know, I had to take a, a someone work. had to take a work call because she was still working for the first half of it, you know. <laughs> but I did get to wander around the museum during that work call, and yeah. I learned a lot, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, the city really did a good job, made it feel like an event. People of Louisville are always friendly. Um, I don't know how other people feel about it, but um, yeah, I, I had a good time. Yeah, and it was it was really the game itself was really good, which I was really pulling for. I was a little afraid it wouldn't be, given that yeah. it was like the Chicago Red Stars who had pulled through to the final on this Somehow, like really scrappy. I think as uh, Courtney said, they were stuck together with KT tape and <laughs> KT prayer. KT tape and prayer. <laughs> um, and I kind of want that as a T-shirt or at least a coffee mug for mm-hmm. Coach Stiff. Um, but yeah, Chicago. Honestly, we were. Surprised they got to this point, I think. Not because they weren't talented, but let's say, like, they had trouble scoring goals at the beginning of the season. They were pretty dependent on a player named Own Goal mm-hmm. that was not available for the final, as it turned out, or for the Although playoffs, it did, actually. it did seem like they would make a comeback in that uh, that second extra time. They nearly, really, nearly. Nearly pulled one out. It did turn out to be a really good game, and that was awesome. It was good for the sport. The turnout was great. We had over 10,000 people there. The environment was... Uh, electric. It was loud. It was. It, it was just. Yeah, it felt so good to be there. Yeah. Um. So all in all, positive things. Yeah. Uh. Good to see Trinity Rodman play. Good gravy. Oh, goodness gracious, that kid is the future. And I know I make myself sound old by calling her a kid. But <laughs> she kind of is. But she is a baby. She's a baby. Um. And. Man, she just turned it on. She has that mentality, and I think you and I talked about this a little bit on the way home, maybe. Maybe. Of, it's a long drive. She has. We've done a lot of drives. <laughs> um, but there, she had this mentality of, okay, like we're going to make something happen. And you could see her kind of turn it on in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, she, and, just, she rings one off the bar and then just... And she does it with a smile, yeah. too. That's the fun part. Um, uh, and a lightness. A playfulness that I don't know that we've always gotten to see in the league. Mm-hmm. And I would say compared to, say, a Carly Lloyd, mm-hmm. who also has the ability to say, hey, I'm going to make this win happen, to her credit, but doesn't do it with the smile. And not saying like... Not to be like, smile more, but like, yeah. joy. In a, have in a fun play with joy. <laughs> have fun doing it. Yeah. And I'm not, it doesn't have to be every time. Yeah, to your point, not 
saying like smile more, but it's <laughs> Act like you like this. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun to see the like reward and like happiness that comes out of that kind of, I don't know. Um, leadership honestly what Trinity Rodman showed was leadership yeah and she talked about it after the game where she was like you know speaking on her own uh how much she's matured over the season where she would perhaps get really frustrated at at uh not scoring so quickly and would maybe get a card and well I mean that game no one no one really got a card uh weren't really handing them out until the triple digits uh on the time but she really just, she, it's like she made a decision at halftime, which is like, okay, we're going to win. <laughs> I want to win a championship. Let's go do it. And it was, yeah, a heck of a game. Uh, I would also say shout out to Sarah Gordon, who was just putting in work <sighs> on the back line. And unfortunately, due to, you know, lineups and uh, injuries and all just, sorts of other things, didn't have the as soon as the game started, everyone, like, it was like Vanessa DiBernardo f- fell out after like 10 minutes and then yeah. Mel Pugh yeah, went down after 45 issue. it was just it wasn't meant to be and that was on top of the players that weren't even able to come and so um Chicago really did put up a good fight they just didn't have their full arsenal uh to work with unfortunately but I'm excited for them for next year yeah well, we'll uh, speaking of uh, the Chicago Red Stars... Yeah, uh, we're going to take a turn now from the happiness that was the final into the sadness just, that uh, was hold the... Just on, hold on to that uh, fleeting joy you, you had for the final because we're about to crush it like a tiny bug. Yep. Just after the final, there was a media release from the Chicago Red Stars at like 11 o'clock at night Central on Time. On Sunday, I think. Yeah, and uh, the official statement was that Rory is resigning to spend more time with his family, mm-hmm. which, you know, if you grew up in the 2000s, you know what that's code for. It's yes. <laughs> it's rarely legitimate, I would say. Um, it's usually a pretty softball, like, paint over the reason uh, excuse. And uh, this was interesting with Rory. We need Davis. him not to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm honestly more interested in the term resigning. Um, yeah. Uh, as we'll get into, because uh, soon after that, uh, we learned about the, the real reasons. Which is amazing that uh, all, this, all this time there's an article being written by Molly Hensley Clancy from the Washington Post, who has been putting in amazing work this season, uh, where she had three Chicago Red Stars players come forward and speak on the abuses they faced under Rory's coaching. And they spoke on the record. Uh, one of those players was U.S. Women's National Team player Kristen Press. You might have heard of her. You might you might know who she is. You might know she her. She went to the USSF back in 2014. 2014. And they were just kind of like, ah, this is this is normal. This is coaching stuff. This is you're fine. Dismissive. Yeah, very very dismissive of it. Uh, in 2017, she asked for a trade, um, and it was kind of delayed for a bit. And then finally, they traded her to Houston, who was not in a better not in a better place. And so she she left the NWSL for for a minute. Uh, in 2018, she filed a formal complaint. Um. With the uh, USSF, Arnhem Whistler, the principal owner of the Chicago Red Stars, was aware of this investigation. He was aware of the allegations. And uh, and we're still just now hearing about it. Yep. And 
it's phrased as resigning mm-hmm. and to spend more time with his family. And yeah, this after is everything. <laughs> this is my problem um, again and again is communication and transparency with mm-hmm. this league. Um, and this one hurts. I don't want to say more, but this one I'm disappointed in because we've been close to Chicago this year. Mm-hmm. We've <clears throat> met some of these folks, including including Arnhem. Mm-hmm. Arnhem's been nice to us, like friendly with us, um, as have like multiple other Chicago owners, not to say folks at other teams haven't, but there's like, a, we know each other kind of yeah. at this point. And so for all of this to come out, it, it hurt. And it hit on a level of, I thought things were better here. I yeah, thought you're you're supposed to be better than this. Yeah, and it's I am most frustrated at the, again the communication of this. Like you knew it was coming. Yeah, and and you thought this was gonna cut it. <laughs> and why wasn't action taken before? Why is he allowed to resign and not fired mm-hmm. for this behavior? Why did it take how many years? Six years? No. Mm-hmm. Eight years for anything to happen if that started in 2014. Yeah, seven, eight. And what's interesting is I found out later is a friend of mine actually played under Rory Dames in, like, middle school or high school, like, club soccer in the Chicago area. So this man has been involved in the Chicago soccer community for decades at this point. And this behavior has been promoted allowed to continue, waved off, and now it's framed as resigned to uh, to spend time with his family. Yeah, and this is like I've, it, months after we had Richie Burke, who yeah. was told that who was, who was uh, you know, spending more time to focus on his health. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how you as an owner can, can read that news and be like, okay. I'm going to put out a news release that is not the same as that, but different, and no one's going to pick up on it. And I'm sure they knew this Washington Post article was being worked on as well, and it really is a very obvious bullshit way to try to, like, head it off, right? But, goddammit, guys, like, can we just do a little better? Can we please protect the players? Can we please take care of them? Because it shouldn't take this. It shouldn't. It shouldn't take eight years for something to happen. It shouldn't take an in, an investigation from the Washington Post for things to get better on your club. No, and I'm going to say it. If you are an owner or a manager or a staff member at another club that has not been hit by this kind of abuse issue yet... <laughs> um. Start looking inward. Yeah. <laughs> Go looking for it. Go check on stuff because if you're not looking for it, you might miss it. It's going to come find you. Yeah. And I don't care if you recently joined or if you took over. Pay attention because this stuff hurts and it keeps hurting. And it hurts the fans. It hurts the players. Uh, to the point like Kristen Press left. Mm-hmm. Because why would you want to subject yourself to that kind of environment? I mean, like, her international career suffered because of this. 
Like yeah. she left she left and like missed call ups to the to the national mental game. health and, and like physical health have suffered because of this. No. It it is causing harm. Actual harm. And until that is respected and understood and taken seriously, we're not gonna see the change we need. It feels like getting yelled at on like people are hearing complaints of like but yeah, he yelled at me, and it's like, ah, that's sports, kid, you know. And it's like, no, no, <laughs> no, it isn't. And especially at this level, we're all adults here. These yeah. are professional athletes. They know what they're doing. They're here to do a job. Yeah. Coaches should behave that way as well. Yeah. If I went into my office and yelled at anyone, I would probably be fired. <laughs> and... That should be the case in sports, too. I don't understand that. Yeah, there's, like, a level of professionalism that some coaches are just... Some coaches, GMs, front office, owners, whatever, who just see that and go, Uh, I better not. What if I just treat people around me like garbage? Hmm. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't fly outside sports. So why... Why does it fly in sports? Why are we okay with it inside sports? Yeah. Um... Yeah. So I'm mad about that. Yeah, so we're, we're a little mad about that. And we're, we're going to stay in this angry space for a little while. Um, yeah, just for just a couple for, more. Just for a little bit. A little different. We'll, we'll dip out of it soon. but dip, Different flavor of, of angry. Um, and I would say if you want to hear um, a real, I don't know, a, a closer conversation about this, aside from reading Molly's article, um, Meg Linehan and Claire Watkins talked about it on the Athletic Podcast. Claire has been very close to the Red Stars for some time, mm-hmm. co-host of the Southside Trap Podcast and writer for Just Women's Sports, among many other things. Um, but she, yeah, um, I'm, I, I feel for them especially because they've been in this for a while. Um, but I think their feelings are worth being heard. And those are the kind of folks I would be looking to for solutions and improvements going forward. So, moving on to a different thing to be mad about. Formiga's last ride. It was, indeed, Formiga's last ride. Brazil played India this past week. And we we knew it was going to be Formiga's last game. Yep. And there was not enough <clears throat> pomp and not circumstance nearly, around that. Not possible. nearly enough pomp and circumstance. Uh, we got months of of Carly Lloyd farewells. Um, so many months. And, you know, we barely... We got, like, one day of of nice tweets on Twitter. Yeah, for Formiga. <laughs> for Formiga. Let's, let's be clear. Has been a foundational rock to this sport, especially in Brazil, mm-hmm. where... Support from the Federation has been um, wishy-washy, and that's me putting it nicely. (laughs) Um, Inconsistent and lacking significantly for a sport that loves, or for a country that loves this sport as much as Brazil does. But Formiga has seen five World Cups? Like, all of them. All all of them, except for like 91? Yeah. Um... All of the Olympics where women's soccer has been, I think. Yeah. Since, like, forever. Yep. She was at 96. Yep. And the lack of respect for 
her contribution to this game and what I expect will be a continued contribution to this game. Oh, yeah. Just because she's not playing doesn't mean she's stopping. Yeah. She's put this much time into this sport. You think she's ducking out now? No. She, that, this game is part of her, as it is anyone who has spent time in it. You, it lives in you, unfortunately, uh, some days. Uh, but, yeah, she's going to continue to contribute. And so what's most frustrating about this story is in her last match, we get, you know, a lovely video of her uh, mom coming to support, which, whoo. She, like, is afraid of flying and, like, hadn't really seen her play play in ages. If you need a good, like, emotional purge, cry, um, go find that video on the timeline. It is beautiful and lovely. Um, And so her mom makes the journey. They're getting ready to play this game. She does not start and then only plays for 15 minutes. It's her last game. Let her play 90. Let her... Let her play 85. Let her do whatever she wants. Yeah. Um, and coach Pia Suntaga, former U.S. Women's National Team coach, uh, is entirely to blame for that. And I'm real mad at Pia. And I liked Pia in some forms. I think she had a better tenure with the national team than some, but like, oh, yeah, there was a, I am a, mad at Pia for yeah, that. I don't know if video, I'll ever forgive her for this one. There's a video going around where, uh, from the post post game press conference where, uh, she explains herself as like, well, it's for the future of, of Brazil and, and Formica is not in the future of Brazil. And so that's why, but she is, but she is, that's the part <laughs> she that is makes the past, the present, and the future. She, she is again, she's not leaving the game. She has the opportunity to be a leader for youth players. She has already had an impact on how many generations that have come after her. She is a leader in this space and calling her not the future is extremely disrespectful. Yeah. And well, it, if, if the if the problem is you need more time to play your new kids, that's take that up with the Federation. Say, hey, give me give me some dates uh, in the next window so we can play. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's inexcusable. Like, that's you don't you don't do that to someone who has built this game. I would also say Brazil won six to one. Yeah, like they're fine. Who <laughs> guys are fine. Um, the while game time is important, the I would say the most valuable time you're going to get is not going to be against India. Yeah, in terms of training up the new kids, it's gonna be playing with Formiga. Yeah, um, <laughs> and also just the respect that's due to Formiga and giving her her due. Um, let her have her final number. You know, let her have her solo. Um, 15 minutes isn't enough. That's insulting. It's fucking rude is what it is. And I'm mad about it. And I'm going to stay mad about it. And yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to forgive Pia for that one. Um, so all in all, um, our respect to Formiga and everything she's done to this game. To, to maybe try to end this on a nicer note. Um, I don't think Brazil would be where they are now without her. Not at all. Um, she has brought a stability to that organization. And honestly, just respect for anyone who can 
perform at that level for that long. For that long. She was starting at PSG last year. That's like that's, that's like top if, level. If like Julie Foudy just retired, like that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's no. like that's like how I'm trying to to put it in my brain of like to give it to an American, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. (laughs) And some of those players played for longer than they should have or could have. And, you know, um, it's it's absolutely wild. So all of our respect to Formiga, if um, you want to, you know, go watch that game, I guess. But I'm sure there's better opportunities out there to see her at her best. Um, We'll see if we can maybe find some highlights to share. Um, but truly, uh, an icon in women's football in Brazil and, uh, yeah, suck it, Pia. Um, <laughs> all right. Can we, let's, can we, let's go to a happier place. A happier place. The U.S. Women's National Team just played two friendlies in Australia. Australia. Good day. Getting a, getting a, uh, uh, sneak peek at the World Cup. You want to try that again? Mm, nope. <laughs> try it again. A sneak peek at the World Cup. Yeah. Okay. We're we're gonna keep working on that. We're gonna keep, I got a couple. I got I got a couple of years to work on that. We'll uh we'll figure you it got out. Like a year and a half. To I got a year. There's yep. not enough time. I know. I'm already afraid of that flight. We're gonna try to go, guys. Anyway, uh, they did, and. It's a very interesting lineup that Vlatko put forward. Yeah, it's there is, I think I think the games were, were fine. They're great. You know, it's a friendly. You're you're gonna get what you're gonna get, um, especially for a friendly that they weren't necessarily able to bring everyone for personal reasons? Question mark. Um, COVID. <clears throat> COVID. <clears throat> um, uh, vaccine. Get vaccinated, guys. Get your vaccine. Good God. But these kids are good. It kids is, are good. Uh, a deep lineup. Uh, the first game, um, Casey Murphy has clawed her way into a goalkeeping role. Um, I don't know how you don't bring her back after that. It, dominant. Yeah. Incredible. Um, Stretch Armstrong yeah. arms. Sorry, sorry, not sorry, Jane Campbell, but thank you for your mm. service. Yeah. Um, yeah, there is... Pack your knives and go. There is an absurd amount of depth to this team i was trying to like make uh, a lineup of 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 players for like the next camp i don't know i don't know how he's gonna do it i don't know how he's gonna do it there's too many that's why he gets paid the big bucks there's too many there's too many they're but... like they're, people need to go <laughs> yeah truly we're at a point though we are at a point and i don't know that we've really been at this point before where we need People to start moving on or to dip out of the national team, maybe. And you can still keep playing club. But for a long time, leaving the national team meant you were done because there wasn't a league to play in, or at least not a stable one. Still questionable on stability here. But there are leagues for people to play in still at multiple levels. So this is going to be interesting to see who takes their bow and... Mm -hmm. Says, you know, I'm good. I'm going to keep playing, but I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm not going to put my hat in this ring anymore. Yeah. Versus folks who are going to get cut. Yeah. And that's going to be interesting. That's going to be weird. But the old people get passed over for the younger folks. I think that should be the sign. 
It's not, I don't expect a lot of cries of that's not fair um, for the people that, from the people that are paying attention to these things. I think it is time to pass the torch. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, I think the writing's been on the wall for a minute. It's just a matter of if, if they're going to pick it up and, and run with it. I mean, Car- Carly Lloyd saw it, ran with it, got her flowers and went. At a girl. Um, Becky, you can stay. Becky, you can stay. Um, I think. Becky uh, and the kids is a good ring to it. Becky and the kids is a good ring to it. Um, I mean, there is, like, Megan Rapinoe is kind of going through her, like, do I stay or do I go for another one? Do I stay or do I go now? Um, You know, Tobin Heath is still a question mark of, like, is she coming back to the NWSL? I think we've been beating this drum a bit. We have. (laughs) Um... Yeah. Uh, anyway, the new kids were great. It was really fun to see them play. Uh, there's a lot of youth. I was really surprised in the second game by Emily Fox. I think this is the most I've seen her play, but boy, can she run at someone and can she protect the ball? Um, she was, yeah, I say I was very surprised. I think she'd be a fun wing back, to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, she does bring that, that little chaos grenade energy to her feisty wherever she goes almost starting fights mm-hmm. uh well on the receiving end but you know she to get in someone's head that quick is that's something and she was winning those battles too yeah. from the get-go and i think it was against Haley rasso um and and Haley rasso's bow uh it's guys players who wear the bows it's gonna be the first thing i notice about you i'm sorry um but yeah so the first game Three nil. Three nil. Three nil. Uh, early goal from Ashley Hatch. Very early. Very early goal. Um, and, you know, good for her. I don't think anyone doubted her scoring ability, but it was cool to see it in this environment. And uh, I think she definitely made an impact and made, a, um, made an impression on folks with this start, which I believe was her first, yeah? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. At least for our senior team. Yeah. I liked seeing Sofia Huerta come back. Yeah, that was great. She got a start in the second game. Yes, and she, she did some finishing work on the first game. Um, I think she played a big part in just, like, locking it down in game two compared to game one. Like, game one, Casey Murphy had to do a lot more work mm-hmm. compared to the second game. Um, and seeing Amani Dorsey get a call up was oh, very exciting. And a start? Or not a start? No, she didn't and get a start. And minutes, though. Um, but she got minutes. Um, seeing Mitch Purse get her start at forward, because at that's forward. where she belongs. Yep. She really does. At the... And, and, and at she the, got two assists, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, you gonna, you gonna I, say no to that? I think it works. Yep. I think putting her there works. I agree. All in all, Australia, a good endeavor. Good endeavor. Worth Worth the trip. Worth the trip. Not sure it was worth getting up at 4 a.m. to watch. Um, that's why we didn't. That's why we didn't. <laughs> uh, but we did enjoy watching. And I think uh, positive things. Yeah, excited to see what's next. And positives for Australia, you know. Not looking too bad, but still not quite there. Yeah, we'll very young team. They'll, young. They'll, they'll grow into it. They will. <laughs> that's what we've been saying for a long time, I think. Uh, speaking of growing into things. The a- expansion draft is coming! It's coming. We've got two new teams. Two new teams, Angel City FC and San Diego Wave Football Club. Football Club. Football Club. No soccer clubs, just football clubs. Just football. Yeah, expansion draft is coming. When is it? The 16th of December. There we go. (laughs) Uh, 
But the um, chaos is already on. <laughs> the chaos has already begun. Um, we're going to run through some of these real quick, uh, but rumors. We have a rumor coming out of Chicago from Sandra Herrera, which I'm, I'm going to take as news because she would not she would not do this to us. But it's not confirmed It's yet. not confirmed, but... So don't say you're going to take it as news if it's rumor. <laughs> God, this is what's wrong with the internet. <laughs> I'm put on my old man hat. Anyway, the rumor is that Sarah Gordon could be leaving Chicago for Angel City. Which is, you know, sorry, sorry, Chicago. Now we have to stand Angel City. And is a bummer because I do love watching Sarah Gordon. And uh, Los Angeles is far away. Yeah, the trade window is open until the 3rd, which is Wednesday. No, Friday. Friday. Friday is the 3rd. So we're going to still see more of this stuff. Uh, Abby Dahlkember was signed as San Diego's first player. As the, the end of the uh, loan slash trade from North Carolina. Not loan. It's coming full circle. Yep. And then we had... A uh, big was one. Was this yesterday? This was yesterday. Uh, Sam Mewis going to Kansas City for Kiki Pickett. Uh, going to North Carolina. Joining Carson Pickett on... On that uh, that roster, Team Pickett, coming in strong. Uh, Kansas City. Getting, sneaky, getting sneaky, sneaky. Getting all these players with all their draft protection. That's Ooh, really... Sneaky buggers. That's really the interesting point, and I think Kansas City is positioning themselves to be a pretty strong program with AD French, and now you got Sam Lewis, and you've got, you know, a lot of youth around there, too. And I have a feeling they're not done. Yep. They're not done causing a little bit of chaos. They've got this new training facility they're building. They've got a new stadium they're working on building. Casey's doing some stuff. They are they are attracting uh, global talent, one one might say. One might say. One could say. But that seems seems like better better news on the horizon. Yeah. For I'm for excited for them. I'm excited for Kansas City and see what they're able to build on from last year. I mean, they didn't have a great season, but it was their first one. Yeah. They're dealing with a lot. They're playing at a baseball stadium. Yeah. So uh, it's only up from here. Yeah. Kiki Pickett was a bright spot of, of that Kansas City team. So I'm, Truly. I'm excited to see what she can do in North Carolina. Also that. Um, oh, yeah. There was another one this morning. Uh, Tegan McGrady going to San Diego Wave from sources uh, to Stephen Goff at the Washington Post. So that one is not official official yet, but usually, usually those, uh, those trades come down the pipe and will probably be confirmed sometime before Friday. Yeah, so big things happening. Moves coming. Uh, expansion draft on its way, so uh, buckle up, folks. It's, it's only going to get more chaotic from here. It, it doesn't get quieter, which is fun. Speaking of fun. Speaking of fun. Uh all right, I think we're we're done talking about soccer for a minute. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about a couple other things that are making us happy. Because we're gonna end this on a happy note. And uh also maybe give you guys a little insight to what we watch when soccer isn't on, which isn't that often. It's never not on. So what are you excited about? Hawkeye! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Hawkeye! Uh huh. Can you, can you not blow out people's ears? <laughs> One more. Once you stop giggling, she's gonna keep giggling. Guys, she's literally just giggling about this, and it's adorable. <laughs> Episode 3 is out today, and I'm so excited. 
She's so excited. We watched oh. episodes one and two when we got back from Thanksgiving travels. And I, I would like to commend myself for my patience of waiting until we came back you to did start wait. watching. I almost offered if you wanted to watch it like before we went to bed, but it, it, it wouldn't have, been, it the have been the same. No, it was it was best to wait. And it's a great show. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's one of my favorite comic book series, the Matt Fraction Hawkeye series that it is mostly taken uh, off of, uh, as well as the Kelly Thompson Hawkeye series and West Coast Adventures series. These are comic books These are for comic people books. who are in my corner of the world and watch Marvel things but have never dabbled in comic book land. We have, we have a Marvel, we have the Marvel Unlimited app. I've loaded these comics. You, into I'm not. Your queue. I have not dabbled due to lack of access. Uh, I am the first to admit that it's my fault, and that's okay. It's okay. Love you. It's okay. Sometimes we don't share things. It's okay. Sometimes we have different. I things. just want you to love all the things I love. I will love most of the things you love. <laughs> um. What else? Do you have any other thoughts about it? Um, it made me really miss, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which was this weekend I totally forgot about. Mini Comic-Con. The mini, like, the mini special edition, uh, postponed due to COVID and, and all that, uh, Comic-Con. But yeah, I, I really, I really miss going to that. I, I like, I like going to San Diego and hanging out in all my nerdery and, uh, yeah. We do dive deep in that space once a year. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, San Diego, uh, Wave Football Club, if there's a, you know, insert crossover, just, uh, give us a call. Give us a, give us a call. I mean, we're gonna be there anyway. Gonna be there anyway. Just, just. Ooh, actually, we might not be. Might not. Oh, no. Because the Euros. <gasps> no. You're gonna have to choose. Oh. Um, uh, well, I just turned this happy thing into a thing she's upset about. No. That's okay. You've got seven months to toil over it. That's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. One way or another. Um, cool. That's your thing? Um, yeah. What's your thing? My thing? Yeah. That makes me happy? Yeah. We're moving. We are. We're moving. We've officially started house hunting. We have house hunted. Like adults, which is weird. Guys, they're going to let us own a house. Oh. I don't know how it's happening. It's a lot to take care of. It's a lot of responsibility, but it's happening. Um, Yeah, so um, next stop for us is Chicago, officially. We're doing it. We're doing it. We haven't found a house yet, so I guess I shouldn't say officially, officially, but we are headed that direction. Um, That'll be great for future travels, as it'll be much easier to get to places from Chicago rather than drive five hours Western Michigan to start going places. Yeah. Um, But we will be staying, you know, pretty central. So hopefully we will still be able to get to places like Kansas city pretty easily. And um, yeah, we're really excited. So that's making me happy because I'm looking forward to some of that stability and as I'm moving for a few years, (laughs) not moving all the time, uh, which I've been very good at for a very long time. And yeah, yeah, hopefully that stability brings podcast stability, too. <laughs> Maybe we can actually record uh, once a week. Eh, even once every other week, I think people would be happy with. But, you know, uh, I also kind of think it's fun that we just surprise people with a podcast every once <laughs> in a while. It's like, hey, remember <laughs> us? <laughs> We're here. Hello. Here's, a, here's us talking some more. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's what I'm happy about. We get to make a house together. Oh, we my God. do. 
it's like we're married or something. Oh my god. Oh my god. Luckily, we have similar taste in terms of houses and decor. Yes, we did do we did do our first house uh, exploration this weekend. We did. We learned some things. Uh, primarily, what we're not looking for. Yes, um, <laughs> and but, that pictures aren't always going to show you everything. Yeah, definitely that. So, um, yeah, where you get to keep looking at houses. But again, if uh, you know we're late on podcasts and things, it's this is why because <laughs> we're we're doing holiday travels and also trying to buy a house, which is genius of us. But you know, the off season's only so long. We got a lot to pack in here. <laughs> I'm just gonna get it all in there. Just gotta get it in before the next season starts. So, yeah. Um, safe travels to everyone who is, you know, uh, a driving in the winter because mm-hmm. it gets dark at four o'clock now and, um, Just put that bag know, of kitty litter in your, in your trunk. You'll be fine. Winter, icy roads, but also, you know, holiday travel. You should hear from us again before then, but you know, in the meantime, safe travels, uh, take care of your mentals. Yes, please do. Um, take care of each other and... We'll see you again soon. Okay, bye.